0: Assalamu alaikum and good evening everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the fifth episode of Are You Kidding Me? Today we have a really special guest, a man I've known for not such a long time but someone I've learned a lot from. Uh, we have
1: our very own business strategy specialist, Abdul Qadir. Alaikum Jamal. Thank you so much for having wa-alaikoum me on, salaam, on, on this the show. Wa-alaikoum. And I would say we've known each other for for quite a bit of time. We have, <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't know that you knew me.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, true. And, and we only we only so basically Re- there's, reconnected. There's, we reconnected. There's a long story behind that. Um, Abdul Mateen, for some reason, wants to be involved because I don't know why. But yeah, he's sitting in the studio. He's sitting sitting in the in the in the in the editing room. He's the
1: producer for today.
0: He's the producer. He, we can't hear anything he's saying, which is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever you say bro yeah good for you whatever you say <laughs> anyways guys for today's episode we wanted to talk about something very important and something that a lot of us not just people uh, in high school not just the youth but even people who are older people in the in the later stages of their lives and or in even careers right don't seem to have uh, and that is a passion
1: that's true, Jamal. You're right. Most of the time, you know, when we talk to people, they, they get a bit uh, disillusioned with this word passion, you yeah. know, and, and it's kind of something that seems to be reserved only for entrepreneurs, for people who are, let's say, like a, a revolutionary or people who are like very unique. But to be honest, each one of us has a, a, has like an inbuilt feeling of achieving something for ourselves, which sometimes it's called passion. Sometimes it might be, be, be called desire or maybe interest. But these are all passion at the end of the day it's kind of a purpose why we do things okay before we
0: touch up on the on the topic at hand Abdul Qader uh, let's uh, talk about uh, you for a bit so you how long
1: have you been in the UAE so I, i've been here now about 6 years I actually moved from the Netherlands. I used to uh, live in the Netherlands because uh, I was studying there, actually. Oh,
0: wow, the Netherlands. Okay, so it must have been quite the change. It, yeah, it was It was very
1: interesting. <laughs> it was a nice place to live. It was great to be there as a student. A lot of uh, extracurricular activities, <laughs> as, uh, as you could uh, imagine. But no, it's definitely I, a really... I,
0: I definitely can imagine. Uh, I was in Malaysia, and I, I, too, had a lot of extracurricular activities. I don't know if we're talking about the same kinds of extracurricular <laughs> activities, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Abdul Mateen is saying something. Again, bro, we, we really can't hear you, so so cool, keep it up, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so so tell me, so you were basically in the Netherlands, and uh, you came you came back from the Netherlands six years ago, and you uh, set up, you, you started working here in Dubai. Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah. when you, okay, so at what point in your life did you, find uh, a passion or an interest or something that, you know, energized you
1: yeah so actually I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, my background from the Netherlands you Go know ahead, so please. one of the reasons that I actually moved to Dubai well uh, I, I should just to put into context say that before I was in the Netherlands I was actually living in Dubai yeah. so I've, I've been here on and off for let's say around 15 years but basically the reason that I returned back from the Netherlands was because of the job that I had so I actually managed to work uh, with a, a Dutch company uh, as soon as I graduated. And they had transferred me from the Netherlands to Dubai uh, okay. as a part of the uh, the contract that I, that I had with them. And so I was you could say like transferred basically. But uh, that also touches a little bit upon what kind of passion w- w- did I have at that point in time, you yeah. know. And uh, so uh, as soon as I graduated, obviously, you know as, as any new graduate, can definitely you know uh, so let me it, just cut you stu- off yeah. what was your major i studied in uh, business okay. so i okay. i, I okay. have a bachelor's in sciences in international business Okay. studied okay. at the rotterdam school of management all right and uh, it's one of the top uh, rated uh, business schools in the netherlands oh, wow, and, mashallah. Uh, mashallah. and uh, yeah alhamdulillah i had a great uh, student experience yeah. um but yeah just just touching upon what what i was saying uh, so basically i had so- i had a passion for what i wanted to do back when i graduated uh, university and actually, that passion was because of something that I could see around me in my environment, and and that's something that I also think a lot of people, uh, you know, confuse when when they think about what is their own passion as related to what is the passion of the people around them. You know, um, I would definitely agree that a lot, a majority of students actually decide to just go ahead and do their masters. So actually I didn't do my masters I had the opportunity to do it but I thought okay let me work because I wanted to do I wanted to do something that would give me real real uh, real world uh, you know work skills uh, I, I I really didn't have much work working experience before I got my first job so getting involved in a in a kind of a corporate environment was was what I felt like was interesting back then and uh, you know this also touches upon how uh, our our passion or our interests change over time it's not always going to be the same. Same. Yeah. W- what what interests us as we were children is obviously not the same as when we become adults, or perhaps even when we become parents, or even so on so yeah, forth. Yeah. So
0: so so okay. Let's just talk, Let's just break that down a bit, just really quickly, and we won't get too in. We, we won't go too in depth with mm. this because obviously it's a whole realm of its own. Mm. So you say that our 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 passion changes. Uh, over time, right? So the things we want when we are kids are not don't necessarily resonate with the things we want later on in life, Absolutely. right? And do you think b- due to that fact um, that could be one of the, the the stepping stones for students choosing the wrong
1: field or the wrong career plan. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree with you there. Because most of the time, we don't really know what we want to do in terms of life and in terms of career. And it's just, we're pushed into that, you know, with, with maybe peer pressure or maybe even the, the family surrounding, the family and uh, environment. I do know a lot of, uh, of my own friends who've, who've you know, studied uh, maybe it might be an engineering course or maybe even uh, like a med- medicine for, you know, to become a doctor. But that wasn't really what they wanted to do. And so many of them, they studied engineering, they went through the five years of real, you know, difficult uh, a, a program, and they would graduate and then do something completely different to what, what they are doing, uh, what they had studied. And most of the time, it was out of necessity. It wasn't really out of what they wanted themselves. And so that, I think, comes back to what you said about how we lose passion for what we are doing, you know, in the present yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and
0: see, the thing about that is that um, the thing about losing our passion is... is some of us don't know why
1: mm. right so maybe that's something mm. that you could touch yeah. upon right yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Wh- why do you think people uh, lose passion is it misinformation is it misalignment yeah uh, what it is what is it that that something that you know it's strange you think about something that you really like or you're really interested in and then maybe a, f- a year or a few years down the line you no longer like that thing yeah. or you're no longer interested you know not no, you no. you're no longer content yeah with, yeah. that, with that interest yeah. what, what do you think how do you Th- think that? That's,
1: that's that's a key word uh, that you just mentioned containment, uh, contentment sorry yeah. uh, so uh, contentment for what you do is really a big part about what happens when people lose their passion it, it, it comes down to a simple thing as like a new year's resolution you know when you're uh, when you're just passing the new year's and everyone is making a resolution they're gonna go to the gym or you're gonna like get on a diet or you're gonna do something yeah. it's like it's like the whole hype around it right yeah, so it's so like instantaneous it,
0: motivation where instant in the instance of yes. New Year's, you get motivated. Yes, and
1: then in, instantaneous. But see, what I would say rather is that you're kind of pushed to do that because everyone is doing that around you. Is it actually giving you happiness? Is it actually something that's giving you uh, a sense of satisfaction? Is is the is the contentment coming for you in an individual, personal level? I'm not so sure. I think it's more about what's happening to us around. You know, uh, and actually, I'd like to 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 just uh, you know briefly go back to what I mentioned about the Netherlands as a, as a country and and when I when I. Was was there. One thing that I really, uh, uh, you know, that that took to me when I was there and I was, uh, you know, being a student was seeing how different kinds of professions were given their due respect. You know, a lot of countries, you have this this, this difference between what someone wants to do uh, compared to what is readily available you might have people who are who are you know either cleaners or they have some very like clerical jobs as opposed to somebody who's in a more business or like a uh, like a senior management or so on and everybody is trying to g- get that senior man- management position and that was a big difference between the netherlands because uh, actually the way the education system is broken down over there everyone has their role to fulfill. Everyone has their sense of purpose and meaning. So just because a person is a cleaner doesn't mean that they're any less uh, maybe passionate or any less resourceful than a person who is of a higher position. So basically,
0: you're speaking of the social status that, that's associated with different jobs.
1: Exactly, exactly. Okay, okay. Because that's the thing where a lot of people lose uh, you know lose track on, where everyone is like, oh, you have to become a doctor to, to have a very good social status, or you have to uh, do engineering so that you're you're worst in the in the uh, workforce and and these are things where they're taking the job over what actually the person wants to do in their career so I'm, I'm not I'm not going to preach about whether this career is right or that career is right but what I'm going to talk about is how you need to understand for yourself is this what you can see yourself doing and that's the problem with a with a lot of youth today where they're really confused about what to do because they have all, all these different types of information that comes together especially now with the the whole influencers and the the social bloggers and, and, you know, the guys who are backpacking Mm -hmm. around the year and they just have, like, these amazing photos and, you know, just, like, spend a few hours here and there and that seems to become what people want to do. But is that what you want to do? Is that what I want to see myself doing? And I think that's a really important part about passion that a lot of people miss out on. And that's actually what kind of makes the flame die off in a very short period of time.
0: Yeah, that's... uh Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that, DJ Amy, Uh, uh, Abdul <laughs> uh But we are, we were we kind of we we're on a train of thought there, and you kind of killed it. But but no, it's but okay, it's okay. okay. It's just okay. happiness. It's just happiness. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Thank you so much for that, and and I that I really resonate with what you say. Um, Now, okay, give us a few, uh, talk to us about a few steps, simple steps that, you know, teenagers or or young people can take to rejuvenate a passion or to rejuvenate that passion that they might have lost. What are some simple steps that they can do um, in their daily lives? Um, that will help them rejuvenate their passion.
1: Okay. So one thing that I would definitely say, you know, targeting the The youth, youth, or or I wouldn't say youth per se, but adolescents, you know, people who are actually about to get into university, is that uh, communication is key it really is you know and uh, as as long as you keep whatever thoughts and your your you know your your process in your mind just to yourself and others don't know people aren't going to help you and at the same time you're probably hearing different kinds of a lot of contradicting advice from people especially you know what they say free advice is the worst right yeah, it's yeah. when people who you don't speak to who you don't ask for help are giving you advice <laughs> and and that's the thing that that's yeah. what i also want to avoid doing i don't want to give person advice Advice for something which might not be useful to them, so the best thing is to communicate. And and at 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 uh, most times in our life you know, there is like a crossroads, you know, it's either maybe when you're when you're uh, from the teenage years to adolescence or from adolescence to adulthood, maybe from adulthood to parenthood and so on. You know, there's always like a crossroads, yeah, but yeah. you need to be able to communicate the way you're feeling. And sometimes it's hard. It's sometimes it's hard to open up, you know, sometimes it's hard to talk about what you're feeling in, inside. But easy questions could be as, okay, to asking yourself first, what would I ra- like to do with my life? You know, that's something that you start off with. Yeah. You, you don't have to look at it from a macro perspective as, okay, am I going to be like a social activist or am I going to be an entrepreneur or am I going to be, uh, a, you know, like, a I don't know, like influencer. You don't need to look at it from that level. Instead, just ask yourself, what would I like to see myself doing? That itself is kind of already giving you a a point of discussion in your own mind. And at the same time, try to communicate with those around you in your circle about, okay, you know what, I would like to do something related to perhaps education. How can I do something in education? Could I be a volunteer? Could I be a, a maybe take up a part-time role as a, as a teacher for, for, for young students? Or could I perhaps follow this as making it my career, you know? And that's the issue with a lot of students where they end up taking subjects and they end up taking courses. which don't at all have anything to do with what is their passion, what is their interest. And this is something that later on in life, they're like, oh, maybe I should have done something different. Maybe I shouldn't have taken these and I should have done some whatever X, Y, Z. Yeah. And that's something that I think as, as adolescents, as uh, you know, people who are getting ready for university, that's actually something that they're very lucky to be in because that's the kind of time in life where you can actually tell yourself, what do I really want to do? And you can work towards it because it's much harder to change that later on when you're older. You know, a a lot of times people say youth is wasted on the young. I I don't think that's true. (laughs) You know, I I think that the tools and the information that that the youth need to have is with them, but they just don't know how to actually use it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And another
0: thing I'd like to touch upon is uh, when you said communication, right? It took me back back to a specific conversation I was having with one of... uh, one of our students at the, one of the students in our programs, and this student wanted to be a pilot, uh, right? And so I asked that person, you know, who do you talk to, and and um, you know, have you consulted your parents? Have you consulted um, your your relatives about this? And they say, yeah, and they're all advising me against it. Um, and obviously, to some extent, it's good to talk to your close your close circle to sort of. Um, attain an understanding of who you are and who what might you like and what they might see you doing. Because obviously their insight is important. Your mother's insight, your father's insight, your brother's insight, your sister's insight. It's important insight, right? But at the same time, I feel like when it comes to things like, for example, being a pilot, right? You're not going to listen to anyone who tells you being, okay, so some, if if you come and tell me, Jamal, I want to be a pilot, I'm going to tell you, Qadir, doesn't that sound exhausting? You have a family. Uh, I mean, you're going to be traveling all the time. You're going to be, mm-hmm. you know, Away from home, long hours, um, and you know, initially I immediately what I do is I, I demotivate you from that career path, right? But then no, is that I, for I, you?
1: I think we need to take a step back before we get to this because what you're as, what you're basically asking me is if somebody's telling you no, what should you do? Right? No, what
0: I'm asking you is that who are the right people to
1: ask? Exactly. Right. You said uh, communication. Exactly. Who who, do we, who, are who the right should we communicate? Exactly.
0: With? Who should be specifically
1: yeah, communicating? Yeah. I, I, and that and that's why I think perhaps before even talking to to the the, the close circle around you, your friends, family, and so on, yeah. you should try to understand how how you can get this information through the the let's say more professional ways. So if it's in school, you have a guidance counselor. Perhaps if the guidance counselor isn't uh, being the most helpful with you, then there are perhaps teachers that yeah. you can you can talk to yeah. about this. Yeah. And and that's that's, and when I when I meant to say communication is, communication is you should let people know what you're thinking. See, there's a difference from saying that, oh, I want to be a pilot because it looks cool and it looks like I can travel around the world and stuff, from saying that I'd like to be a pilot because I see myself being in the air. I, I have a passion for that. I find that interesting. Yeah. It's a very different way of communicating it. And that's the whole point. What I'm trying to tell you is that we need to take a step back before we ask people for, people for advice as... What exactly am I looking and to ask do ask myself? Ourselves, ask ourselves ourselves the question. We need to yeah. ask ourselves yeah. these questions, yeah. you know? Yeah after we ask ourselves these questions, then we will know exactly how to ask these questions. And to, then we can move to, on to the next step, which uh, is asking absolutely, people around Absolutely. Us, yeah. Like, for example, let me tell you, you know, just to, just to have a case study, for example, if somebody wants to become a pilot, what do they do? Well, the first thing that I would say is, if you're really looking to become a pilot is, try to understand, how is the life of a pilot? What exactly does a pilot do? Yes, it's they have the fancy Instagram posts, and, you know, they're with air hostesses, <laughs> I mean, if you're, you're a guy, uh, you know, so you have that side of the, of the <laughs> Of, of that uh, you know the fame and the recognition but there's another side to it you're responsible for people you're responsible for how many ever hundreds of people are there on the flight yeah. Not uh, and at the same time you know everything comes onto your shoulder. Are you ready to take on that stress? Are you ready to take on that burden? And that's the thing. We need to first study upon about what we want to do. The second thing would be research on how do we actually get this to, how do we accomplish being a pilot? For example, maybe you have to do your research on what type of universities accept uh, people, uh, you know, accept pilot training courses or what is required to become a pilot? You know, what kind of skill set do you need? Uh, like, I do know that colorblind students will unfortunately not be able to become a pilot and so if you are somebody who's colorblind and you really want to achieve being a pilot that's something that you need to tell yourself that no i I will not be able to do that You, you 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 do all of your groundwork you do everything in your base and then at the point when you want to join the school you can't then you lose that passion that's one of the ways that we lose it we become disillusioned with what we're hoping to achieve so we need to ask ourselves and we need to do that that internal you know uh the, the research, I would say, homework. We need to do our own homework. And once we've done our home, own homework, communicate with those around us who can actually give us some path to succeed in that.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So, okay, so the first thing we'd say, we, okay, so we, we have to wrap up, guys. It's, it's Ramadan. It's the last 10 nights. Uh, we hope you guys are having a blessed Ramadan and um, uh, you know thank you so much Abdul Qadir for being here thank you for your input um, let's wrap up with, with our three with three uh, takeaways mm-hmm. um, yeah okay so the first thing the first thing we need to understand is that
1: what do we want to do? We need to understand what we want the, to do. The, the inside, the intrinsic uh, values, you know. Okay. So intrinsic might be a big word for some, but it's more about internally, can we see ourselves doing it? Yeah. It's not just who's around us, who yeah. are, who are the, the people around us who are doing it, but do we see ourselves doing it? Yeah. The second is to communicate what kind of feelings do we have and what kind of pathways do we have to actually succeeding in that. Yeah. And the third is to understand that, okay as life changes, as as we progress through different phases, there is going to be a change in passion. But we need to keep asking ourselves continuously, doing our homework on what do we want to achieve. Each person's passion as as and when their life progresses will change. Yeah. If I have the same conversation with you in 10 years time, it, it will definitely be a different conversation. Absolutely. But I hope that I will still f- be following the same kinds of points that I'm thinking about today. Yeah. And, and this is what's something that I've learned from when I was younger that if there's something that I want to do, I, I'm making sure that the principles are aligned. I'm doing whatever I want to do because that makes me happy yeah. or that makes me feel content. Yeah. You know, that word content, contentment is still very key.
0: It's very important. Yeah. So that's I think that's a very good point. That's a big take. It's a big takeaway. Right. The fact that things can change. Right, and it's you okay, might, and, and that's okay. okay. That's human nature. It's human nature for us to want different things at different stages in our life. Don't think that just because you have a passion now, it's going to be your passion, the passion that you have for the rest of your life and your ultimate passion. Uh, no, absolutely not. Things change all the time, right? Absolutely. There are some, uh, th- yeah. There are definitely people who have a passion, and that passion remains their passion for the rest of their life, and that's great. That's fine, and that's great. Yeah, right. But the fact of, of the fact of the matter is that that for a lot of people, that isn't the case. And that might not be the case. And things are going to change and we just have to be able to adapt to those changes. Absolutely. Right? And then what do we do? We go back to the first thing you said. Yes. Once we lose that passion. We
1: understand what, what is it that we want. Okay. We, we look at our environment, understand from our perspective. Our perspective. What would I like to do?
0: Yeah. So we just go through that same cycle and in order to discover what direction or what we would like to do um, after having lost a passion.
1: Right. And I don't want to say lost a passion, but I think it's more about you know your your mind has changed, has evolved into a different phase where you want to do something different. Yeah. I, I would never say losing a passion because that makes us seem like we're very empty. yeah, you know and that's something that I do I would never want anyone to feel. I don't want them to feel empty. I don't want even myself sometimes I feel you know, okay, this is not so so, so interesting for me. I'm not so passionate about it. but okay, I need to look at what's the next step in life. I need to constantly keep looking at myself and trying to improve myself
0: yeah absolutely Mr. Abdul Qadir man we need to have more of these discussions me and you as well one on one I'm loving loving this and I always enjoy discussions with you Uh, (laughs) too. me too I always enjoy I
1: I, I always think communication is key in in a lot of different things in life you know we need to talk about us we need to talk about people around us and we need to talk about people who we can hopefully benefit and make a difference in their lives.
0: Absolutely. Alhamdulillah. Uh, Thank you so much, Mr. Abdul Qadir. Thank you so much, Jamal, Uh, for having me. I hope your Ramadan is going well. Uh, I hope your family family are doing well. And inshallah, I hope you you make the most of
1: this blessed month. I mean, likewise to you as well. And to all our listeners, stay safe. And have a blessed uh, end of Ramadan. And uh, uh, I guess an early Eid. An Eid, (laughs) an, an An early Eid Mubarak. An early Eid Mubarak. An early
0: Eid Mubarak to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you have come this far, uh, please consider subscribing to our podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. And also stay tuned to our Instagram Project UX for, for snippets of these podcasts. We'll, we'll be taking some of the most juiciest bits and putting them as one-minute snippets uh, onto our Instagram page. Thank you so much, guys, and um, have a great week. Have a great day. Have a great week wherever you are. Take care. As-salamu